the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Boy, that guy, Paul Kelly, man. Flawless announcing. Yeah, he saw Mel. Just... He nails it every time. It's almost uh, it's uncanny how perfect he gets it on cue. Nice Irish guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I love the fact that Nick can't hear the intro because then we can toy with that as a question later. And it will be a topic <laughs> it's of conversation. A, it's a weird thing, man, not hearing the intro, and I guess. No. And, and only hearing it on replay. It almost is a, a reason for you to tune into your own podcast on a weekly basis. It's just almost to, like what, being on one of those game shows where the audience knows and you don't know. Yeah, yeah that is uh, absolutely correct. Uh, but welcome, folks, to episode 194 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, season five, episode two. How exciting is that, Nick? You can't get better than that. We're... We're into season, season five. five, episode two. Gilligan's Island didn't make it five seasons. Hell no, not even close. I gave you the order six. I had three. That's right. That's right. So, you know, was for... there a single member of Gilligan's Island that wasn't typecast from that show? No. <laughs> no one did anything. Got a job. They did. They did Gilligan's Island seasons. reunions. That's what they did. <laughs> they did Gilligan's Island reunions. Yep. Uh, made a, a living at it. Person got a job after that show. Too bad because the cons would have been great for them. Oh, and I'm sure they got screwed out of like a syndication deal or anything like that because they were at 99 episodes and you needed a hundred back in the day to qualify uh, for back your. Back then, I mean, I'm sure the networks were fair with them. <laughs> right, that's that's how they all were in the classic <laughs> days of television. Set those guys up for life. None of them died lonely and sad. Wasn't there power the talent? Yeah, am I crazy or was Don Wells part of one of our uh, mugshot picture rounds once? I'm almost positive oh, she was. Wow, as you say that, yeah, it came back to me. I didn't even think of that during her whole uh, yeah passing. But yes, you're right. Yeah, so obviously. You know. Oh yeah, I think she did a little weed. Yeah, yeah I mistaken. think she might have smoked a little weed, which is fine. I think she you smoked know. a little weed, and if I'm not mistaken, did she deal a little weed? I, I'm pretty sure she was Gilligan's <laughs> dealer. I think Bob Denver actually sold her out when he got busted. Yeah. yeah, they should. Marianne. They should have to go back and, and reimburse all the people that got railroaded by the court systems for selling a little bit of weed. Take a take a little trip to Richardson, Texas, sometime, Nick. I want some retribution. I want some retribution. Let's stop Richardson. in the Marlins on our way to Richardson. Yeah, I agree with you. There you go. Well, look, if there's one thing a fully democratic everything better bring in, it's nationwide legal weed. No excuses. Right. And, and and I think all of us that have uh, sacrificed over the last years to get it there should have some retribution. Retribution. At least an apology. I at least deserve Sorry. <laughs> Whenever I hear apology, I hear one of two things: gurus, sorry, or uh, the Jesse Jackson apologize from uh, South Park. Did you ever see that? He's like, no, 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 you got to apologize, apologize. <laughs> I can't put. I can't say that I actually saw that. Oh, I'm totally gonna make you watch. It's it's hysterical. All right, Nick, let's get the trivia because we have so much to get to, and I'm loaded. Loaded. The president getting impeached was a big deal. Do you remember that? I was alive when that was a big deal. I believe he was 
toying around with a cigar and a woman in the White House. I don't think was he was inciting TV Capitol TV riots and, and got destroying the Capitol months. building, busting yes. out windows and killing security guards. Like That might be a little much, Nick. I don't know. A little much for you? Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, it's, that's the problem with everything. So, there's always somebody who takes it too far. <laughs> of course. right. You know I mean? it, it was funny the, when it was WrestleMania and it was fake, and you, everybody walked it, out of the arena laughing because they knew it was a fake show. That ain't fake, man. That, it, none, it, of, none it of that's fake. With, uh, the guy dressed like the deer with the horns and Elizabeth getting maced and the guy stealing the podium, Like then it would have been, you know, that wouldn't have been too much. That would have been a lot. But it wouldn't have been too much. We were pretty, yeah. It's it got out of hand quick. Let's just Always put it that gotta way. Always got to be somebody takes it too far. Always one of them. Um, all right, Nick, I got two gems for you. One is a true or false. One is a multiple choice, and I will give you the preference of whatever you want first. I also have two. I also have two other questions that I'm just so confident in general knowledge you would get that I don't even want to ask you. Uh, all right. That always puts me on the spot, too. I'm not going to give you those because we're not even going to get to them. I'm going to give you the true or false. The wide the... open three. You know, the Steph Curry left wide yep, yep. open for three. And it's like, you got to make that one. All right. Well, Nick, cashmere, where does it come from? Cashmere uh, comes from goats. There you go. You see, so there's your wide open three. Nick drained it. We don't even need to do, do that one, cashmere. folks. I don't have enough of it. That's one thing I don't have enough of. If you ever want to buy me a gift... Make it cashmere, folks. Get me a cashmere sweater. I'll be I happy. Love a qu- a happy guy. Sweater, me too. But I just can't bring myself to pay those cashmere prices. I got it's a wedding gift. Hard for me. Uh, a cashmere blanket is a wedding gift. It's my most sacred possession, and I'm looking oh. at it as we speak. It's it's a throw blanket. It, that held up. That holds up. It's huh? beautiful. It's the most comfortable. Th- it's the best nap blanket ever made. Nothing I could describe is as good as that. Couch, pillow, cashmere blanket. Good night. Yeah, I had a cashmere sweater once that I wore, like, I got it for Christmas, and I think I wore it, like, until January 2nd. I'm pretty sure it was the only thing I asked for in the divorce <laughs> besides my dog. Straight. And, uh, but what happened is over time, it shrank on me. Yep. That happens. And it wasn't me that was growing. I, I'm positive. Of course not. Sweater. <laughs> it sweater. It shrank for, for natural fiber reasons and nothing to do with my dietary habits. Um, all right, so do you want the true or false or do you want the multiple choice first? Go ahead. Which true one? False. True or false? True okay. False. True or false? There's a disease called fermentation syndrome that causes people to be perpetually drunk. What a cost-saving thing to have. <laughs> I mean, can you even imagine? It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I'll say true. It is true. All right. There are people whose gut will take anything and ferment it, and they walk around perpetually drunk 24-7. That's insane. How do they function? die? Like, how do you not die from that? You don't live if long. stomach is fermenting everything, you don't live long. It, would you imagine, if you? how many of fermentation syndrome patients have you heard of wandering the earth? Not many, I've right? Never so, heard of it. Right, correct. It was a true or false question. That's how rare it is. So, But it exists, and it's not pretty. I do know a guy uh, who uh, finally there's an excuse, uh, but now I uh, I don't know about that one. I guess they can't drive, right? I would imagine they can't do a lot of things properly, especially in the nature of operating heavy machinery. I'm sure that once that's diagnosed, they're like, "Hey, put put a mark on this guy. No operating heavy machinery. He turned a pear into wine, and now he's boozed out." 
But on the yeah, positive, like you said, you're a cheap date. True. All right. What do you got for me in the world of trivia? Let's Anyone see. in the Quizzo audience have fer- fermentation syndrome? Please tweet us at quiz at Play Quizzo, which is our handle for Twitter. Uh, it's also Quizzo Trivia Instagram and QuizzoTrivia.com. Thank you. All right. So this is one I had no idea of this, Joe. I wonder if you did. Did you know there is a limit on how many Facebook friends you can have? <laughs> no. Facebook has decided how many friends you're allowed to have. Most. You can have. Yeah, so uh, I'll give you over-under. Over-under 1,000 friends on Facebook. What is the maximum you're allowed to have? Over. Got it. Come on. Over. What's wrong yeah, with Facebook? Yeah, right, you got it. It's over. Oh, it's okay. over. It's 5,000. That's what... Um, oh, you know You know what's interesting? So LinkedIn has a limit to how many connections you have. You know what their number is? I'll give you 5, an over-under. Over-under 10,000. I'll say... Under 5,000. 300,000. Oh, on LinkedIn, you can have 300,000 connections? Correct. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this for it's a minute. It's either 300,000 or 30,000. I have to, I, I don't know, I, I have to remember. It does make sense. I mean, how could you be linked to 301,000 people? I mean, that's too many people. Too many people. It's, it's more days than you're alive. I mean, really, you can't possibly. That, that's just like, does reek of like somebody going in with a bot and just... Asking for friend, asking for connection. Sure, I remember connecting with somebody once, and they wrote, "Do me a favor, feel free to message me, but I'm at my maximum number of connections, so I can't connect to anybody else." It's like you. What is your screening process for connecting with? Like, if somebody reaches out to you on LinkedIn and says, "Hey, I met," I I, I gotta really, I gotta really look into them to the extent that I gotta know that there's some potential reason why they're connecting me that's not going to be annoying sales pitch and sometimes i know the annoying sales pitch or sales calls coming like an it company or a real estate agent and i'm polite about it but then i just ignore the sales pitch all right because those are when it comes. so do people solicit sales constantly like that? Like, constantly okay. constantly and i know it's coming and sometimes what i'll do is i'll just make them wait for a couple weeks so they know that i know that i'm not interested and then i might connect with them and then we'll see but it, it usually just they send an email Right through this, hey, great to connect you. Did you know that I'm a financial representative right here in your backyard, and I would love to have your money? Um, and I'm like, yeah, I knew that as soon as you sent me that invitation. Um, but for me, it's mostly people that are directly related to the soccer world, the trivia world, you know, something that we're, we're intricately involved in. So I can usually smell out, based on how many mutual connections we have, whether or not it's a legitimate uh, thing or not. Okay, fair enough. So it's like if he's connected to 10 people I know or no people I know, that gives me information. Yeah, see, I was confused because I thought when, like, uh, people had followers, it was the same as friends. I didn't realize it was different. In LinkedIn, it's totally different. You can follow people but not be their connection. Yeah, I guess it's the same. It's got to be the same in uh, Facebook, too, because uh, doesn't, like, Lady Gaga have 100 million followers or whatever? So She's popular, last I heard. What are they, little monsters? You little, little monsters. monsters. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I, uh, that was your question, right? So I got yours yeah. correct? All right. Nick, vootery, V-O-O-T-E-R-Y, is the practice of what? Is it the practice of deep sleeping, vase making, or lying? Vootery. Deep sleeping, vase making, or lying, meaning as like uh 
Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies, not lying down. Tell me lies, tell me, tell me lies. Oh, I'm no, go no, you can't disguise. Vaz making. Right? Vaz making. Not right. It's lying Gosh. or deceit. Vootery, the practice of lying or of deceit. Neither did I. I didn't know that either. But but what made me think of uh, vase making was Seth Rogen's vases that he keeps posting. And I'm like, it sounds like voodoo to me. Vase Never making. heard of it. Right? Doesn't it feel like vase making should be voodoo Plus, I put it in second position, which it's is always so, It's actually one of the things. Well, I'm not saying I'm the most educated person, but I went to a good college and all. And I uh, I come across these. I, I've been reading these. Um, they're kind of trash novels. I, I can't explain them, but they're written by women about women that do very bad things. And I'm kind of like hooked on them. I've been I probably <laughs> read a dozen of these in the last couple of years. It's awesome. You know like um the, 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 a perfect example is uh Jillian Flynn who wrote the um Gone Girl. Yes. You see that movie? like stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, Ben Affleck. You know I didn't see it, but I I Okay, I know of it. all right. But anyway, it's it's like For those of you in the Quizzo audience who don't know this. Very bad women doing very bad things. Right. I have a ban on Ben Affleck. I don't watch Ben Affleck. I uh I for whatever reason I enjoy these books. Uh kind of mysteries or whatever. But anyway, I've noticed one thing that these women tend to do is they use these words every, you know, maybe five pages or so. And it's just, it's like a word. I just never even heard of it. But on the Kindle, what's nice is you can click on the word and it immediately gives you the definition. It's great. And how it's used. Like vootery. Trying to at least sell myself on, all right, you're reading these trash novels, but you're expanding your vocabulary. Charlotte was engaged in vootery. <laughs> but nobody's used vootery yet. No, oh, there you go. I learned about it today. So it's not like uh, I've got a deep history with this this word, Nick. But it was fun to come up with the fake words for vootery. Yes. I knew you enjoyed when I said vase making. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Because <laughs> getting you on what you I think it sounds it like versus what it is is my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's move on to sports. I'm, I'm loaded in okay. sports, too. I am. God, Great. am I loaded. I don't even know where to start in sports. Awesome. So uh, go for it. Vootery okay. was the last sports. question. Sports. How many road games has Tom Brady played in the wild card round, Drew? One. In his career, how many He's played road one. Games? He played one game. That was his first road game ever in his wild <laughs> yes, card career. You got it. The guy's been in the league for 21 20 years. years. He played on the road one time yeah. in a wild card round. <laughs> By every statistical <laughs> measure, Super Bowls? he is the GOAT. Yes. That's what happens when you I guess got... you don't make it to the Super Bowl nine times playing on the road in round one, right? No. And even like if you remember the famous <laughs> first game that he played uh, against the Raiders with the with the game that he should have lost because of the, the, tuck, tuck, the rule. tuck rule, that was a home game. That was a home game for them. Okay, yeah, was that... That, that was, was in Foxborough in, uh, in the snow. Sure as hell wasn't snowing in Oakland, California. Was that in the divisional round? Yeah, that was the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, that was in the wild card that round. That was the wild card round, yeah. Uh, that was the first. Yeah, I would not have... If you had... Um, if yeah, you I don't think they won the division. Question, that I Well, I think they might have won the division, but I don't think they had a like a world-beating record that year. Oh, no, they were certainly underdogs in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, to the Rams? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Not a human being alive thought they would win that game. I certainly didn't. And, and of course, the Jets were the cause of Tom Brady because Mo Lewis knocked out Drew Bledsoe and gave him that fractured 
rib or whatever it was that caused them to miss the rest of the season. So thanks. Yeah, um, that Rams team, you know, it's one of those teams that you think they won three Super Bowls. They won one. Yeah, and barely. Yeah, that's, that's right. By, 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 a, by a foot against McNair. Yeah, you can measure exactly yeah. how much they won that one by. Uh, was it Mike Davis who made the stop on uh, – was it Minter? Uh, God, what was that guy's name? I remember name? where I was watching it. I was with you. We were in that beautiful uh, – uh, movie, movie theater. theater, yeah, they're gonna yeah. have that in Ventnor now. You know, in ED, uh three, st- you know, uh, Eden movie theater at the Ventnor Twin or whatever. You yeah, yeah, called? yep. So that's gonna be awesome for the Super Bowl. We got to make sure we get that. Uh, I'm sure oh, we'll yeah. have to it pay for it. Had but... a booth. They serve you food, ah, drinks. Amazing. Watch the Super Bowl in a movie theater. It was awesome. What was it Kevin Mint? No, Kevin Minter's the linebacker. What was the name of the the wide receiver? Kevin something for the Titans that almost got in. Yes, it is. Ke- oh man, what was his name? Give me a second, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, let me I, let, let me start racking my brain. Let me think if I can get to that one. Come up with it naturally. I I, I think I should be yeah. able to because I think he even played part of his Dyson? career. Jets. Kevin Mason. Kevin Mason. Yep. No, Dyson. Kevin Dyson. That's right. Yes, yes. Dyson. Dyson. Yep. yep. Kevin Dyson. All right. Beautiful work. Whew. There was another was receiver named folks. Mason on the team. Didn't they have a Mason and a Dyson? I can't say I remember the Mason, but it's it's ringing a bell. All right, uh, ringing a bell. So, is it my question to you now? Yes. Okay. So, Nick, who was both the first Latino quarterback and Latino coach in NFL history? Same guy, first Latino quarterback and first Latino NFL head coach in NFL history. Hmm. G- great question, right? Yeah, because especially it doesn't jump out at me. No, it did. Is Listen, it Ron Rivera? No, he didn't play quarterback. I think he was a linebacker. Yeah, I wouldn't have get. He doesn't look like a quarterback. Nope. Um, I could even give you the team if you want to hint. So I'm just trying to think. It's got to be a coach before Ron Rivera. Yep. And he's been it. He's been at Panthers for a long time. So he was at the Panthers for a long time. So it's not somebody recent. No, I would say we grew up with this guy. When we were a lot, when we were kids watching football, this guy was a coach. Oh, he was a coach, not a quarterback. Yes, he was a quarterback a million years ago. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, all right, I'll, I guess I'll take the clue at this point. Seattle Seahawks. The coach of the Seattle Seahawks when we were kids. It was pretty successful, moderately so successful. Like Rick Meyer, Steve no, Largent. No, even – yeah, Largent. Largent, Brian Bosworth. Uh, God, they had that uh, great 80, running back. 80, Kurt 80s. Warner. They had that Kurt Warner. Remember the other Kurt Warner running back? Yeah, 80s. Primarily 80s. I think you might have stumped me on this one, man. White flag. Tom Flores. Tom Flores. I know the name. Great question. Did not know. Did not know it though. Yep, that is both the first NFL quarterback who is Latino and first NFL coach who is Latino. Was he the Seahawks quarterback? Uh, no, I believe he was the Raiders quarterback. Raiders. 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 In the seventies. Yeah, and in, uh, let's see. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. He well, might have even been, been the Raiders up. coach too. And he's a Hall of Famer. Raiders legend Tom Flores. 
So let's see. So coaching career, he coached for the Raiders and the Seahawks. But he coached for the Raiders way longer. Both the Oakland Raiders, three years, Los Angeles Raiders, six seasons, and Seattle Seahawks, three seasons. As a player, let's see. This is his coaching. I need his playing. I need his playing. Yeah, because I do not remember him as a as a quarterback at all. That that does not ring a bell. Uh, I mean, it was a long time ago. He was already an old man. Uh, okay, here it is. Pro Football Reference quarterback for the uh, Raiders and Buffalo, nineteen sixty to nineteen sixty nine. Oakland Raider QB. Number 15, 1960 season, 61, 63, 64, 65, 66. He was injured in 62, 67, 68, 69 for Buffalo. And then a half season gotcha. for Kansas City. So by the City. time the Raiders played in Super Bowl II, he was already gone. Correct. Yep. He took him right to the precipice. Yep. He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. That is for darn sure. Like if you look at his, he had 93 touchdowns, 92 interceptions. Not a Hall of Fame quarterback. But he's a Hall of Fame coach. All right. I've got a football question for you. We'll stick on topic here. Who is the only team to play every season of the Super Bowl era but not make it to a Super Bowl? There's only one team to play every season. Got to be the Detroit Lions, right? You got it. The Detroit Lions. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Dude, I had one back at you. you I thought maybe you'd go with the Cleveland Browns as they're in the playoffs and all. Remember last week? I asked you that question. How many times have the... Oh, oh, right. Have they won a playoff game? Right. They won right. one playoff game since 1957. So clearly they have not been to the Super Bowl. But they have been there since the Super Bowl era. It's, I just... I felt like with Cleveland being in the... You yeah, know, they're the not even game. the same franchise anymore. Well, right. And they also missed three seasons. Correct. And that's, yeah. that's what I... Yeah, so no. People would just go, oh, the Cleveland Browns have never been in the Super Bowl. Right. No. Well, they have. They're they're one of the teams, but there's four teams that haven't been to the Super Bowl. I believe the Jags, the Texans, Cle- yeah. Cleveland, and uh, and uh, the aforementioned Detroit the Lions. Detroit. But Detroit has no excuse. They're they're the ones that have no excuse because they're just a perpetual joke. It's like they just can't get themselves correct, and they have no excuse. Beautiful facility, decent market, just terrible wealthy ownership. Right, just, just no excuse. The only thing I can think of is that they just like, fan base. I, I don't. Know, base. I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say about them. Um, all right. So was that your question? You ready for yeah. mine back? Yep. Go all right. Nick, I expect you to get this, but we'll see. Um, who is the first player in NFL history to play for two different teams in a single NFL playoffs? Mm. So I, I saw this. That, not this. I saw that Devonta Freeman was just picked up. And I'm like, how are you allowed to do that in the playoffs? I would have thought that they don't allow that. Um, I could explain. Okay. Yeah, because like in baseball, you can't just like get a guy who was on a team once the postseason starts. It's all because of COVID. Team. It all comes down to COVID. Oh, so this year they're allowing it. This year you can get guys that were on practice squads that were signed to games from COVID practice squads. 
So, so they so what happened was a guy Devonta played. Devonta Freeman had been put on a practice squad before week seventeen. So then, but Devonta Freeman's not the right answer, though. No, I know. I just he's the guy that I saw. Yes, yes. Point. He he was on uh, signed to a practice signed off a practice squad. Yeah, I didn't see the guy who played last week that is now on a team this week. <laughs> that's, that's so, but how is he on a practice squad if he played last week? So what happened was he played last week because they signed him from the practice squad because of COVID, because they lost the guy to COVID. Okay. But because he was signed from the practice squad, technically he's available to be signed to another team's regular roster. And since they were eliminated, that's what happened. And this team is most likely going to start him this week. So he will have started last week for a playoff team that lost and then start this week for a playoff team. Hmm. So who could it be? Is it? Hmm. I'll give you a clue if you want. Yeah, go ahead. He's on your team. He's on my team now? He is on the Green Bay Packers. That's oh, why. That's gosh. why I thought for sure you'd get it. And we're starting him. You are yeah, no, starting him. How did him. I not see this? You are starting him. How the hell are we starting a guy that was on a practice squad? Well, because he's thirty-six years old and like a twelve-year NFL veteran. Oh man! At 36 years old, who do I want? St- the only position I can even think of would be tight end. Nope. And I, I feel like I already have a 36-year-old 12-year veteran at tight end. You have a rookie who's Look. like 30, <laughs> who I've never heard of. Oh, like, Tanyan you're talking about. Yeah, I was like, oh, this guy's yeah. fresh, 22. He's 29. <laughs> What's the hell's going on Where with have this you guy? been? Where have you been time. for seven years? <laughs> Doesn't uh, make any earthly sense is he, at all. Is he a linebacker? No. He has a tackle. Oh, okay. To replace Bakhtiari, I guess they're going to shuffle it around again and move everybody back. Correct. It's weird. They they play well without him. I was I'm surprised that. They, well, they uh, might not start him, but he's you know they're signing him and he will play. He's being signed to the active roster. He he started every tackle? snap last week. Yeah, he's a left tackle. So, but it, the thing is, like, he was on a practice squad. So, how good could he be? He's pretty damn good, man. He's a guy who's got a name. Is he from the Redskins? No. He played for the Niners and Cardinals most of his career. It looks like it's done for you. So it's Jared Valdir. Oh, okay. No, I did not see that. Yeah, so the Packers signed Jared Valdir, who started for the Colts last week and played every game for the Colts, every down for the Colts last week. Who is Jared Valdir? Yeah, first NFL player in history to play for two separate playoff teams in one playoffs. That's who. Boy, I had no chance at that. That's crazy, too, because I figured you'd be all over it since it was the Packers. When did they? Was it today? And I just haven't hit the... This week. I mean, it's Thursday, so I think it happened. Uh, I I got the piece of info on I was looking at the Packers roster, like, either yesterday or the day before, and and seeing what what they were doing, but... I did not see the Jared Valdir. Oh, uh, now so you have. Now you know. All about it. And knowing is half the battle. 
Yeah, it, it's it's it seems like a weird position to just throw somebody in uh, that's not used to everybody else on that line. Considering that line has played again twelve year NFL veteran, so I don't think you got well. I don't think you got to worry about it. And you know you need insurance, so you need a guy. Well, who that, he could in. be a great depth guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Seems like a. Uh... All right, you want to okay, move on well, to geography you, you history, on or you want me on that one? Yeah, let's move on. I did have. Um, I have one more great sports question, man. This one's tough, so I almost have to ask you, but it's it's kind of similar. Yeah, you know what? I'll tell you what, Nick. Go ahead. I'm going to take this. Now I'm going to take this. I'm going to open up a new file here, and uh, I'm going to put it for next week. Okay. Put it for next week. Perfect question, because honestly, it's a little bit too close to the Tom Flores question, just in terms of how the theme it has. So... Right, we're gotcha. just gonna stick to. We're gonna get it into next week's quiz and out of this week's quiz, and that's what. It's we, like a question about Dweezil Zappa and Wolfgang. It's and just like it's it's the first of something else ethnically, you know, gotcha. you know yeah. that type of thing. So too, it's just like similar. Right, right, right. It, you don't want those types of questions sitting in the McGilla, same round. McGill, Gorilla, and Diane Fossey do not belong. Right, in the same. that's exactly what oh, I'm yeah. saying. You, you don't want to confuse those. Um. So yeah. Like, all right. What did uh, you read a book? <laughs> ethnic coaches? No, no, it's just two questions that came up at different quiz? points in time uh, completely. Uh, two point, the two questions that came up in totally different points in time. The, the Tom Flores question uh, was during the broadcast. As I get a lot of trivia watching the NFL broadcasts on Sundays during the playoff question that they mentioned that. Um, I think it was where they were talking about Schneider signing an extension or whatever else. Uh, but Flores got mentioned as the first Latino coach. Um so yeah, geography history. You want some? I do. I do. I want all the geography history. Dixie State University <laughs> is located in what U.S. state? Dixie. I'm state sure the University. African American community is thrilled with the representation <laughs> Dixie there. State University. Um, Mississippi. All right. In fairness, I am going to. Give multiple choice for this because I was offended when I saw this myself and I had to uh, dive into exactly uh, what's going on at Dixie State University. So uh, the multiple choice would be Mississippi, Alabama, or Utah. Why would you put Utah in there? Now that throws me off completely. (laughs) Say in Utah. It's in Utah. What in the world? State University. Apparently, there's a region of Utah known as Dixie. <laughs> so it's it's not as offensive as we thought it was. It's okay because it's in Utah. It's true. It's far less offensive in Utah <laughs> oh, yeah. because I mean, I mean yeah. there's no people of color in Utah anyway. So I don't think you have to worry no, about it from that standpoint. Like a roof for in Utah. I mean, you know, yeah. so less. I'm like. They're allowed to have a Dixie State. No, that would have been torn like, down the whole university. Protested Dixie State University. Dude, the Dixie Chicks changed their name. They're, not, they're now just the Chicks. I saw they were playing New Mexico in basketball today, and I'm like, is that right? Is that am I reading that right? Dixie, Dixie State. State in Utah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's got to be a cultural haven. I was, I was like, what is the mascot? <laughs> it's a question mark <laughs> it's just a question mark um all right nick uh, geography history over under two 
How many U.S. states have a place named Buffalo? Oh, Buffalo. I know you know one. Right, and you're giving me the over-under of two? Correct. Is there another place in the United States named Buffalo is well, another way to answer more, the question. Right, because you wouldn't give me the over-under of two if it was two. Uh, what do I so would do, two and, a, two and a half? Three. It's either got to be three or it's got to be one. Is it possible there is not another Buffalo somewhere in the United States? Boy, I find it hard to imagine that Buffalo is the only Buffalo. But I am going to say under. Over. Nick, there are 20 states with a city named Buffalo. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, I would have thought that, but when you said it at two, you got me. That's where that's what I tried. I mean, let's 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 be frank. He's he's giving me an over under of two. If it's not, if it was five, it would have thrown it off completely. That's why it's two. Yeah, but no, Buffalo. There's twenty states that have a city named Buffalo. I probably would have said it at eight and a half or seven and a half, like somewhere somewhere in there. There's a Buffalo, Wyoming, a Buffalo, Montana. Well, Buffalo, Wyoming was the first place I went to. I'm like, well, there's got to be a Buffalo, Wyoming. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They're not. No, there is. There's even counties named Buffalo. Like, there's buffaloes everywhere. Sure, sure. Yeah. So it's a it's a popular name. Yeah. Ah. Man. That's all right. I led you well, right getting, into it. I tried to trap you. I'm so. getting it kicked into me today, man. Uh, I'm not trying for that, but I, I do have one more true-false you can redeem yourself on. All right. Uh, there is a popular onion, a popular onion named after what city in Washington? There is a popular onion. Vidalia? Ah, oh, it's a good guess. But oh, Vidalia, I'm guessing, is that Sp- in Spain? No idea. I don't know where it is, but it's the first onion I can think of that sounded like a city. Yeah, no, it's a really, that's a really good guess. Um, the Walla Walla. Oh, I, you see, I didn't even know that's an onion, but I certainly know Walla Walla, Washington. It's one of my favorite city names. I didn't know there was a Walla Walla onion. That's why I thought I was thinking city in Washington. Maybe you would, maybe you would go there. I was just happy I could remember the name Vidalia. Quite frankly, (laughs) (laughs) I was. That's my favorite onion. It's a great onion. It's a sweet onion. onion. It was the Walla Walla, actually. Um, Okay. But yes. Good for the Walla Walla. Uh, Didn't Bugs Bunny always? Oh no, Vidalia is in Georgia. There you go. That's actually change the question. It's even a better question. What onion is named after a city in Georgia? There you go. Right. It's better than Walla <laughs> Walla onion. Vidalia onion is Georgia's official state vegetable. That makes sense to me. I'll have to pick some up. And it's funny because there's more peaches made in South Carolina than Georgia. But they hold on to that peach. Doesn't Vidalia just sound Spanish? Though? It does. It sounds like uh, like Valencia. Spanish onion? Like an orange. Like Valencia. Vidalia. Valencia. Yeah. Um, all right, what do I... Mallorca. Uh, Mallorca. How you say cucumber? <laughs> How you say cucumber? Mallorca. Um, all right, Nick, you ready for my true or false? Okay. All right, true or false? The term turned a blind eye was first used in ancient Greece referencing Cyclops. False. Yes, you're on it. You're I'm, on it. Whoop. Sniff that out. It was first referenced in a book in 1801 in reference to the Battle of Copenhagen with Lord Admiral Nelson. 
uh, or Admiral Lord Nelson, who had one eye and uh, would look through the bad eye that he had through a telescope uh, to tell his commander what was going on. But he lied because he was trying to keep the troops in place and not tell him uh, what the guy was going to say to retreat. So that's what turned a blind eye came from. Some story. I know, but it certainly wasn't the Cyclops in Ancient Greece. But I knew you knew I liked Ancient Greece, so I figured you would think, hmm. Well, and you know what's tricky, too, is that it's eye singular. It, it's right. It's turned right? a blind that's, that's eye. What, that's, what, that's what threw me off because I was like, ah, geez, why isn't it turned turn a blind eye? Because you, know, you have two eyes. Right. So why would it be one eye? That, that's, that's what threw me off. Yeah, well, but that's what made me I got there. I got there. You right did. Answer. You did. You <laughs> sniffed it out. You sniffed out my BS. Right. I like it. Well, you got to put some in there that are totally wrong, right? From time to time. If everything I ever give you is a true toes, or false. Man. You gotta keep them on. Yeah, I gotta have stuff that sounds like it could be right. That's the vase making. Vase making. People are gonna be all over <laughs> vase making. You realize that, right? Yeah. Seth Rogen. We gotta tell him Voodery. All right. We uh, geography, history. More geography history. Yeah, question? I'll take another one. I have a tough one. One left. That's a tough one that I didn't know, and I was like, oh yeah. It was one of those. It's like, All right, good. Because the only one I really have left that fits the category for you here, because we already did two, is uh, this one, and it's tough. What did scientist Alejandro Volta invent? You're familiar with Volta, right? No. <laughs> well, uh, Volt is named after him, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's. Uh, so do you know what he invented? Like the the uh, AC meter or whatever, like I thought that was a uh, Tesla. Yeah, you're right. DC AC was the war between uh, Tesla and Marconi, right? No, uh, Edison. Oh, Edison, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Was like he, the race had, he had another. He had a radio war with Marconi, or Marconi yes. had a Marconi war. Marconi invented yeah. the radio, according to a song that I much enjoy. He played Did the Mamba. Didn't Did he play the Mamba? Wrong? Listen to the radio. <laughs> Don't you remember? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's exactly it. Um, okay, so where are we with this? So, so. So I just so I, like I said, this is a really tough one. But I just I didn't know this, and I was like Volta. He got Volts named after him. Yeah. But what did he actually invent? No idea. What was his... Never even heard of him. He invented the battery. Oh yeah, well that's what. That's a great invention. That, that's right. Yeah. Yes. That's worth noting, and that's worth being part of. Of course, so you could, you could do that one a lot of ways. You could make that tr- uh, like a multiple choice question. Yeah, it's the electric battery is actually yep. what he. Uh, I like what it. he invented, but he did it like in eighteen hundred, man, like using frogs. Ah! Right? Yeah, like he used like sony <laughs> sodium hydrate this, and like was able to create an electric current through a frog's body, and that was the basis of like electric batteries. Uh, and figuring out like zinc and this <laughs> it's just insane jesus what was that guy yeah, thinking imagine of? like the tools you had in 1800 and being like <laughs> i'm gonna create a portable electrical <laughs> torture frogs <laughs> <laughs> the frog is an afterthought yeah <laughs> we built this city I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck with this frog <laughs> We built this you city know? by Electrocuting frogs <laughs> Talking about me in 200 years this city Zizap, zizap. <laughs> well, you, know, you know what we needed that electrocution Is that 
dumbass frog that never uh, did Hello, My Baby when he was called upon to do Michigan it. Michigan J. That son of a bitch. <laughs> Yo. Every time he brings him in front of the ringmaster, nothing. Um, all right. You ready to move on to entertainment? I thought you were going to give me some impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this, it's not hard. It, it, it's to. just one thing that I couldn't remember and didn't come off the top of my head. I want, so you're my measuring stick for that. Nick, what right. was the capital of Old West Germany? Before the fall of the Berlin Wall, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. See what I did there, Nick? I took a Reagan quote and put a Kennedy accent to it, making no sense whatsoever. But that's probably what it would have sounded like. Oh, man. What was the capital of West Germany? Yep. Oh. Jeez. Right? I was like, oh, my God. I forgot this was even a name of a city. All right. Then I don't think I then I don't think I I, I was going to say Munich. It is not Munich. It is Bonn. Bonn. Nah, I wouldn't have gone. Bonn, West Germany. Good good one. Tough. Tough, right? Good. Good. But that was exactly how I I described it, right? I do not not remember Bonn ever being referred to as capital or anything like that. No, it's a tough question. All right. Entertain (laughs) me, Nick. Entertain me. I will entertain you with this one. A two-point, a two-part, twenty-point question, ten points for each correct answer. Gettable, but one side of this much easier than the other. For ten points each, name the two movies that have earned Oprah Winfrey Oscar nominations. The Color Purple. That's the one you should get. Best Supporting Actress nominee for Steven Spielberg's take on Alice Walker's classic. The color purple. I cannot name a second Oprah Winfrey movie, Nick. Okay, now, here's the tricky part. It is not for her acting. That's not fair. I didn't say it was fair. <laughs> I said it was, it was one was gettable and the other was difficult. Yes. She was nominated uh, in the best picture category for producing. You don't remember this. She was at the Oscars. How Stella got her groove back. Uh, no. The Tyler Perry movie. No. Uh, it's going to be a Best Picture nominee. Okay. Uh, Amistad. No. Uh, 12 Years a Slave. No. I got nothing. I have no idea what she produced. Selma. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was much more recent. Much more recent. The John Legend and yep. Common were... Yep, uh, yep. No, no, certainly. That's a, that's a, that was yeah, a big movie. She was movie. at the Oscars for that, too. She was the producer nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, well, I mean, I knew the color purple. I, I've seen the color purple, and uh, Danny Glover was the man, right? And he played her Yeah, her yeah he was, yeah. Not a good character. Not a, not a good character <laughs> no. at all. It was funny, because I loved him in Lethal Weapon, not so much after <laughs> I saw that movie. <laughs> kind of scared the hell out of me. Um, but, yeah, Riggs, I... I uh, no, not Riggs. What's... Uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, in, Riggs. Uh, Riggs is definitely. Uh, no, Riggs is Mel Gibson. Right, is Mel Gibson? Yeah. Who? Who is? What's his name? Oh, I don't remember. Let's see. Uh, I could get it pretty quickly. Tower. It's not Tower. Uh, uh, something in Riggs. Something Mur- in Riggs. Murdoch. Murdoch and Riggs. Let's see. Uh, 
I don't think that's no. It's not Murdoch. Let's see. Murdoch is uh, it's a great name though. Murdoch. Why do I have that? Isn't stuck he A team? Okay. Let's see. I remember Leo Getz, right? Is yeah, that that's uh, Joe Fesci's character, Fesci. Leo Getz. Whatever you want, Leo Getz. Uh, let's see what we got here. Cast. Mel Gibson is Martin Riggs. Danny Glover is Roger Murtaugh. 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 So very Murtaugh, close. Murtaugh, not yes. Murdoch. Mr. Murtaugh. Gary Busey is Mr. Joshua. One of the best of the villains great, of, the of all time. Villains. Oh, he yeah. was Mr. Joshua was absolutely fantastic. I don't think he ever got out of character after that. Like, no, he, he is Holly. Mr. Joshua. <laughs> he he Mr. literally Joshua. became him. And he became him. Yes. A hundred percent. He's still playing <laughs> he that character. He's still that guy. He was amazing in Entourage. You remember how great oh, Busey yeah. was in what Entourage? The, yeah, one of the best cameos the, the show ever had. Uh, ever. And, and absolutely. An all-time cameo. Absolutely. Oh. As a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> greatest. I absolutely love him. But uh yeah, Lethal Weapon was a fantastic movie, but Danny Glover's been in a lot of good things. All right, it's so actually that's actually worth a rewatch. I haven't seen that in quite some time. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Uh and I remember thoroughly enjoying them uh as a kid. So all right, this is uh an interesting one, Nick. From nineteen seventy eight to nineteen eighty three, who won six Grammy Awards in a row for the best musical score? John Williams. Ding, 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 yes. ding, 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 ding. Congratulations, Nick. Some Star Wars. You some got Raiders it. Raiders of the Lost Ark in there. You got it. Six straight years. It's like, who are you going to get to make your score? Uh, let me let you know. Any second he place? He was like the only guy forever. And then, um, you know who the next guy came in? That people started using um, the Indian Tim, guy. Tim Burton started using him. There's the guy for Elf- oh Danny, Danny Elfig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, wasn't he uh, Oingo Boingo or, or he, he's in some '80s band? Oh yeah, ah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Danny Elfman, right? That's his yeah. name. Yeah, Danny. So Danny Elfman, American composer, first became as a singer for the new wave band Oingo Boingo in the early oh. 1980s. Nice get. Dude. What's now, an Oingo Boingo song that I would know? Oh, Oingo Boingo. Um, yeah, this is the best part. Nick can't hear this. <laughs> so well, I, I know the name of the band because it's such a great band name. Oh, but, absolutely. But I, I, you know what's I, funny? You saw him speak, a, Nick. I saw him speak? Yeah. Do you remember the conference? First thing, One of the first things we ever did together when we had GetLiveMusic.com and we did that conference in New York City and we had a little booth and a whole yes. setup. Yeah, he yeah, was at the he Javits was, Center. Yeah, at the Javits Center. He was the guest speaker the day we were there. Danny Elfman from Oingo Boingo. I don't know how you remember this stuff, man. Because I do. Um, <laughs> Good thing eighteen I million hits for the, uh, Dead Man's Party is their number one song. What's it called? Dead Man's Party. Not familiar. Well, on the replay, you will be familiar. Oh, you know what? Here, here's the number one. Here's the number one. You got it 100%. You ready? Weird science. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I missed that one because, you know, sometimes they do it out of order. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird science. Weird science. Ooh. That's right, baby. One of the great movies of all time, too. Yeah. 
Were you a weird science fan? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, fantastic. Bill Pullman, right? It's very... Yeah, yeah, he wasn't he Chet. Very, or very what, underrated role. Was that his name, Chet? What was her... Or yeah. Something Chet, like that. Right? Yeah, Chet. Yeah. Chet. It's a joke, Chet. It's a joke, Chet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, also, Anthony Michael Hall was in that. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in that. Remember, he's one of the cool kids. Um, uh, Kelly LeBrock. <laughs> the perfect woman. They created her from a computer program. Absolutely fantastic. All right. That's memorably, memorably lane. What do you have in entertainment before I give you my Nothing last question? Kelly LeBrock. And I haven't seen any of these movies in a while, but I'm going to just have to assume that she could not act at all. Who cares? Am I right? Yes, you're right. Lady in Red, okay. not exactly. Because she was super She was super famous and just got no roles. No. Right? Well, she was in Lady in Red with Gene Wilder, and she was in uh, yeah. Weird Science. Those are two movies I remember her in. Right, but she was a household name. She was. She still is. I know, you know. Yeah, so... It's like, where, where's the work? Well, Molly Ringwald getting every job. I guess they probably weren't going after the same. Yeah, I don't think Kelly LeBrock would have worked in 16 Candies. What's happening? Hot stuff. <laughs> I can't believe nobody's paying attention to me on the day of my sister's Sweet 16. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Her grandparents in that movie were absolutely legendary. Like the old grandparents. You know what I'm talking about? Sixteen candles. I mean, you know, again, dude, bar- barely yes. am I hanging on to any memories of sixteen candles at this point. They had that uh, foreign exchange student, Long Dong Wong. Yeah, him I remember. Yeah, well what's happening? Oh, hot stuff. Dong Where is my automobile? Automobile You can't do that stuff anymore on television. It's fantastic. Anyway. What you got? All right. What, one more in entertainment for you. Uh, what movie? I haven't done really many of these. I don't even know if I've done any of these. Kind of a new new take here on a question. But what movie's Swedish title was Monday All Week? What movie's Swedish title was Monday All Week? Can you figure that out? Groundhog Day? You got it. Really? Awesome. Awesome job. Yeah, because they don't have Groundhog Groundhog Day Day there because they don't have Groundhog Day. Day. So Monday all week, it's a repetitive thing. Yeah. Yeah, Monday all week. Huh. I wonder how that. Groundhog Day coming up. I figured I'd go to one of your favorites here. That's right. Groundhog Day is coming up. I get to watch Groundhog Day. Now, Kelly LeBron could have gotten that role, right? The Andy McDowell role? No? No. Still not? No. No? Okay. No. Andy McDowell is like the small-time, you know, small-time producer, sweetheart, little small-town girl to a T. Kelly LeBron is walking and nobody can talk about anything except Kelly LeBron being in the room. (laughs) Gotcha. gotcha. That's why she can't, you know, she always played the, like, mega hot chick. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, those right. were her I mean, if roles. You think about it, like Sidney Crawford. See, like she was in like one or two movies and it didn't right. work, but she was a model. Like, yeah. Kelly LeBrock was an actress. I that, think Kelly LeBrock was a model that they took to acting. Oh, she was. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm pretty I didn't sure know she was a model. I, I thought she was like a trained actress. No, and, I think she was a model that just got a couple of acting gigs. Okay, so I, I, you're right. I shouldn't be picking on her. Then. 
Yeah, no. Like, like Kathy Ireland in, uh, what was that movie she did? Necessary Roughness? She was awesome. The Kicker. It's fantastic in that movie. I love her. She didn't get more work. I, I don't know. Yeah, she was a sweetheart. She's got such yeah. a sweetheart look to her, Kathy Ireland. Oh, what a sweetheart. Oh, you're right. I mean, look at Christy Brinkley in uh, Vacation. I mean, that's a memorable role. And then, and then nothing. Nothing. Did she do it? Did she do it? Well, she did that video for Billy Joel, Uptown Girl. Uptown Girl, yeah. She's been living in her white way world. Um, All right, Nick, last one. This is going to be a bonus question that I ask the general public. Um, Based on total viewers in 2020, can you name me the number one television network in America based on total viewers? This is going to be a top ten list naming ten of the 15. I don't want to give too many of them away. It combines network and cable... Networking. Does it count streaming services? No. Like Netflix is not on here. Hulu okay. is not on here. That does gotcha, not count. Gotcha. This is net this is television networks in America. Those are not I'm gonna television. Say Fox. No, Fox is number four. Oof. Boy, was I way off. Alright, I'll say NBC. NBC is number two. Ah, ABC? Number three. Oh, my gosh. CBS? CBS. The number one. The one thing I could possibly watch on CBS. Me neither. Besides football. Which is what made it. That is the worst network uh, for the last 25 years. And yet, more total viewers than any other network in America. You know what it is? It's got to be the generation that's 20 years above us. That's just watching CBS still. Like I, I can't even. Well, because everyone else that's younger is watching Netflix and Netflix, Hulu and right. all of the so things you said. So the only people watching that it. CBS. Uh, but I, it also I had can't. like Big Bang Theory and you know, yeah, yeah and repeats. Run that. Stuff. I didn't know that. I think I, last I season, right? I don't know. CBS being on, uh, I would have thought that was on a different network. No, Big Bang Theory, How I Met Your Mother, are CBS shows. So they had a good run with that. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I didn't realize that. I mean, I like I said, I can't even imagine anybody bringing up a CBS show to me. I don't <laughs> think I can name one show on CBS. Do they have the morning show now? Is that that's the popular morning show? Good maybe. Morning America. Is yeah, maybe CBS? they have a morning show. I know that or for sure. Or is that ABC? I don't know. I don't, you think I watch morning television? Well, I, like, I am in trivia for a living. To, yeah, so. Today's show used to be the show, right? Yes. And then everybody got in trouble. Or, you know, some people got in trouble, whatever. And then it became Good Morning America. But I don't know if Good Morning America is on ABC or CBS. Yeah, well, I think it's on ABC. I think Good Morning America is on. So maybe the Today Show is CBS. So that probably has a lot to do with it. And they have NFL football. As we mentioned, 69 of 100 uh, you know, programs are NFL football. So they, they carry that, that every week. That's that why helps. I went to Fox first. Sure. But Fox also doesn't get the like Sunday night or Monday night game. CBS um, had some Thursday night games that probably helped. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, oh, Final Four, right? All right, yep. That's so, definitely a CBS product. Yeah. So that's because then they put that on all their other networks. You know, so you could watch multiple games that opening weekend. And right, I know there wasn't you're, one. You're watching like True TV. There's some, you know, it's like, why am I on True TV? Uh, they must be owned by True CBS. TV. What's watching True TV? It's like, no, you will watch and you will like, like the it. baseball playoffs. The baseball playoffs. Watching the National League Championship Series on channel like eight twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, 
All right. Any uh, parting thoughts for this week in terms of uh, uh, just hope for a uh, peaceful transition of power like the rest of us? Uh, oh, you know what I didn't mention, Nick? I totally forgot about this. The intro song, right? I alluded to the fact that we, we did an intro song that you didn't recognize. Uh, this is not a question that I added into the mix, but I'll, I'll have it in a future top 10. Do you have any guess the artist or song that was the most listened to song of uh, 2020? Or the artist uh, or song that was the second most listened to? Because one's going to be the intro, one's going to be the outro. I'd, I've heard of the, in, uh, in fair disclosure, I've heard of the act that did the first song. I hadn't heard anything else. Not the song name, not anything else. I've never heard either of these songs either. But they were the most streamed in 2020. Uh, the Weeknd? Yes! Yeah. You got it! The Weeknd, number one. That was the intro yeah. song. Do you know the song? Uh, the name of the song, I do not know, but I, I know of that song. It's called Blinding Lights. Okay. Yeah, and okay. the uh, number two song, which is going to be the outro, is a band called uh, Tones and I, and the song is called Dance Monkey. So with that, I give you episode 194 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. They say, oh my God, I see the way you shine. Take your hand, my dear, and bless them both in mine. You know you stopped me dead while I was passing by. And now I beg to see you dance just one more time.